So, are you here? Well, if you are and you're sitting down, we'd like for you to stand up, take a bow. We thank you for tuning in to the Paul Leslie Hour, your source for optional entertainment for 18 years and counting. And we'd like to thank you for being here. Oh, and hello to Mr. Frank McInvale. We've got a very special interview from the archives today with just a fabulous guy, singer, songwriter, James White, better known to many of you as Sonny Jim. Now, this interview was recorded on location amid the crowds and sonic jubilation of performing musicians and fans at the annual music festival, Stars Fell on Alabama. And what a festival that was. Although it's no longer going on, Paul spoke with James Sonny Jim White at the restaurant Lulu's in Gulf Shores, Alabama. Lulu's, of course, is Lucy Buffett's restaurant. And when they did this short, sweet interview, Sonny Jim and Paul didn't even sit down. That's just the way it happened. And would you believe you can help keep the Paul Leslie Hour going and going and going? Just take a visit to www.thepaulleslie.com slash support. Yes, just go there. You're going to enjoy this interview with Sonny Jim White. It's a lot of fun, and we hope it's a great part of your day. Let's go back there to that event, Stars Fell on Alabama. We had our little drama. We kissed in a field of white, and stars fell on Alabama last night. Check, check, check. Good evening. Hello. Good evening. This is Sunny Jim broadcasting live from the aft deck at Lulu's here in Homeport in beautiful Alabama, Gulf Shores, Alabama. I'll talk your damn ear off. I'm finally getting to talk to the king of Caribbean music, Mr. Sonny Jim. James White. I'm not allowed to call you Mr. White. I remember that. No. That's my dad. It's been a pleasure to play your music. In fact, the first song we ever played was The Day Comes Alive. Oh. So it's good to finally talk to you. I know we've been trying to do this for several years now, but both of our schedules get filled up. Like at Meeting of the Minds, you're going one way, I'm going the other. We just kind of wave like sheeps in the night. That's true. ships in the night. That's it. It it becomes less like a vacation and more like a jam-packed schedule. Yeah. So you're from the Cayman Islands, and I wanted to ask about the musicians down there, what musicians down there would you have to say are, are the best down there? Oh, my gosh. There's a bunch of really great musicians. And I was just down there two weekends ago, and I got to see my friends, the Barefoot Man, who is world famous. He's been at it for about over 35 years, I would say, and has, gosh, probably over 30 CDs. He's been around forever. There's Sean and Shane called High Tide. You might check them out at hightide.com. And there's a whole bunch of other musicians there. Too many to, to uh, name. A lot of great guys down there. And girls, too. Chuck and Barry. Quape. C&B. C&B, that's right. That's, so I didn't get to see them when I was there, but they're and, still at it. And speaking of all those people, there's one song of yours that I've always felt was particularly, everyone can relate to it, really. And that's Think of Me. Thinking oh, about all the people in your life that very true. 
Yeah, that song, uh, I wrote that during my years at the Hyatt. I was at the Hyatt Regency there from 1988 until 2000. And in a resort destination like the Caribbean or pretty much anywhere, I'm sure ski resorts, it's the same. People will come and work for one season and then move on to the next place they want to go. For a lot of people, they'd go to Belize or they'd go on to uh, Great Barrier Reef from Cayman of course, being a dive destination, scuba's destination. So that was just kind of for all the people that I met and got to know in a brief period of time because they're kindred spirits, you know. They want to come down for the adventure and then move on to the next adventure. So think of me. That's for all you guys out there. One of your songs, Blame It on the Rum, was featured in the motion picture The Firm. I was just wondering, (laughs) Tom Cruise has been in the news quite a bit lately. And when you see him, like, jumping on a couch or anything, do you ever say, hey, I know that guy? <laughs> you know, I do say that, but I didn't know that guy. I didn't know the guy jumping up and down. When I met him in, I think it was 93, we were both new parents at the time, new dads at the time. And we sat in my restaurant, the Hemingway's restaurant at the Hyatt Regency in Grand Cayman, which is still there. And we sat and talked for about 20 minutes about how cool it was to be new dads and even getting up in the middle of the night to feed and change babies. That was the Tom Cruise that I met. And who knows what's happened to him over the years. <laughs> the couch jumper. Someone that is not jumping on a couch is your father, Shady Floyd. Oh, he probably is right probably. now. <laughs> <laughs> but I know he he has a music side to him. And I was wondering, did music have a big part of growing up in your home? You know, we had a piano in there. My dad played a little bit. He had an aunt who apparently taught herself to play on a paper keyboard and and he sort of picked up that from her because she was apparently a whiz bang barrel house piano player and then my dad played guitar a little bit when he was in the service loaned his guitar to somebody else and never saw it again and I remember when I was about 12 years old he bought a brand new Yamaha FG 180 which he played and I started playing on it and pretty much stole from him and I played that guitar up until probably 92 or so i finally gave it back to him it was a little bit worse for the wear but all all the music that i have probably comes from the influence of music and just the joy of playing music around my house great fun one character is a real life character that's in one of your songs i've always found myself we just played this song recently on the show with the gene mitchell episode but i've always wondered about him is Captain Phil. I was one I mean he just it seems like an intriguing kind of guy. He is a totally intriguing kind of guy. He is a human energy vortex. Wherever Phil goes, stuff happens. Phil and his wife Nicola. And they live down right now they're on their boat, the Splendid Adventurer. They're doing charters for a uh, a five star resort, a raffles resort on the island of Canawan in Saint Vincent and the Grenadines. And I've spent a good deal of time with them over the years. In fact, he just bought a forty two-foot go-fast boat, kind of a cigarette boat thing. He bought it on eBay, which is a typical Cap'n Phil kind of a thing, and I helped arrange the transfer of title and doing some other stuff for him to get the boat ready to ship down to the Caribbean. But Cap'n Phil is, he is like the most in love with life person I've ever met. He just takes every day full tilt, and he loves people. He loves dealing with people and being around people. Sail on, Splendid Adventurers. What kind of music do you enjoy listening to on your downtime? When I'm driving, I listen to, uh, of course, songs that I've downloaded to my iPod from everybody. Probably my favorite writer of all time, Rodney Crowell. Thank you, Rodney, for all the great songs. You know, I listen to everything. I was listening to Beach Boys last night as I was 
driving uh, down here to uh, actually to Pensacola to pick up John Frenzy at the airport. But uh, I listen to everything. I listen to classical music, actually, when I want to just kind of clear my head. But I listen to everybody, Jimmy, everyone, blues. I like good blues music. And there's a lot of people out there that are doing the island kind of sound. And I was wondering who out there has managed to impress you? Well, I'll have to say songwriter-wise, my favorite has got to be Jim Morris. But God, there's so many, and Brent Burns, Kelly McGuire, so many good people out there. I'm going to leave somebody out, so I shouldn't, I really shouldn't name names. I just, it's, it's great to hear everybody doing what they love to do, and, and especially the guys that are doing it full-time and making a living. Jerry Diaz, you know, he's got such a great love for his music. It just, it comes through in everything he does. There's a lot of people. <laughs> One of your songs that I really like also is, and you've written a couple of songs. You're touring around and everything. You're a busy guy, but you're also a family man. Yeah, that's the great dichotomy of my life. Is I want to spend more time with my family, but I need to be out on the road getting my songs and my, you know, my face out in front of people. That's just the way, unfortunately, the way it worked. I'd love to be a stay-at-home recording artist dad full-time. That'd be great. But get me behind a guitar in front of a microphone in a crowd, and I'll, I'll go till I drop. I do love my family. They are number one, though. Absolutely. My girls, by the way, my twin daughters are going to be 15 in May. So any of you guys out there that are thinking about sniffing around, keep your distance. <laughs> is there any song out of your discography that is a favorite of yours that you especially like? Well, it goes back to the family thing. Isla Adela that I wrote for my wife. You are my island in this sea of time. So true. So true. My soulmate. As cliched as it sounds, I'm a one-woman man. I also wanted to ask, in Jimmy Buffett's autobiography, he mentions you. He mentions the the whole story about you meeting him. And I'm wondering, do you guys still ever run into each other at all? Well, you know, I play for so many Parrothead clubs pre-concert before Jimmy plays that through Radio Margaritaville, I used to get tickets and backstage passes, and I'd see him pretty much all the time. But it's actually it's been a couple of years, and I don't see him as much. I mean, he's got huge demands on his time. When we do, it's great, and and we do we do say hello when we get to visit. Fun coming here. We, here we are at Lulu's in Homeport, and it's fun seeing Lucy. I got to show Lucy around on Grand Cayman for a week. Jimmy had emailed me and said, my sister's coming. Look after her. So, of course, I did, and, and she's like family to us now, so that's great. Having traveled around as a touring musician and also having been a resident artist in the Caymans, and now living in Florida, which is not such a bad what place. What a life, huh? Yeah. <laughs> is there any place in particular that you found has been just, wow, I like playing here, you know? You know what? Lucy's is one of those places. I like any place where I'm out by the water. I just love being on and around the water. I'm an avid sailor and swimmer and scuba diver and snorkeler and all that stuff. And I love being around the water. Uh, one of my favorite places is the Navigator Grill down in Lake Susie down where I live near Port Charlotte. There's a lot of little favorite places. I don't want to tell everybody about them because then they get overrun, you know. You know how that is. Something that I think is kind of curious, a lot of the like the top guys that are doing the trap rock music, they write their stuff solo, but I've always wondered if there there's ever going to be a collaborative effort. Like, I know that there have been recordings together, like the one you and Jim Morris did. Right. But has there ever been an effort or a desire on your part to co-write with someone? Are you kidding? I love doing that. And actually, uh, Coconut Dave, Waugh, and I, and there's somebody else who's absolutely worth mentioning is Coconut Dave writes some great stuff. He's a great steel drum player. We have a new CD called Garden by the Bay that I'm really proud of the things that we've written on there and the whole thing. I mean, it's a great album. I'd love to do more of that. And, and I keep vowing to do that. It's Finding the time is always the hard thing. 
Well, my last question for you would be, given that this program goes out all over the world, what would you, Sonny Jim, like to say to the world? I guess I would even quote one of my own songs and saying, laying back, chilling out, enjoying life. That's what it's all about. You know, just everybody take time to love the people you love and, and uh, get along with the people that you don't get along with. And just take time to get to know people. Move slow. Move slow. Take it easy. Life's good. Just take time and enjoy it. Is there anything coming on the horizon with Sonny Jim that the listeners should know about? Paramount Pictures is getting ready to do a movie of my life story. <laughs> no, no, just kidding. You know, the next thing, the next CD that comes out, I, I'm really fortunate. I have a really nice, strong fan base, and they're, they're supportive in whatever I do. And so I've got, I've got lots of things up my sleeve. I just need to get time to get them done. I'm working on a sailboat right now, as a matter of fact. Once that sailboat's done and in the water, I'm ready to get back in the studio. Well, I really appreciate you making the time to do an interview with us, Jim, and I just got to thank you for it and say best wishes, and I know that things are going to continue being sunny, living life in the laid-back lane. Thank you so much, and I want to thank you for all the great stuff you do with, man, you're keeping a lot of people clued in to uh, the laid-back lane. Thanks. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you for stopping by today. If you enjoyed our program, consider telling a friend about it. The Paul Leslie Hour is made possible through people just like you. So you want to keep the show going, right? Go to thepaulleslie.com. That's thepaulleslie.com. Click on Support the Show. And thanks to everyone who contributes. Performance of the intro music is courtesy of John Primerano, The Entertainer, written by Scott Joplin. End credit theme music is courtesy of John Primerano, the traditional song, Corina, Corina. Your announcer is Dan Gold. Hey, that's me. The show is hosted and produced by Paul Leslie. And we'll see you next time on the Paul Leslie Hour.